For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Gerhardt's back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt podcast. Well, once again, uh, Jim Gerhardt along with Bob Williams. And uh, let's start, Bob, here with a uh, just sort of a nice little piece here. All right. The fact that Christmas is coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nine o'clock, that's a stupid laugh. Where it goes, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's stupid. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. oh that's really stupid. People don't go, ho, ho, ho. They go, uh. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. They go, Well, I don't know. <laughs> okay. The, uh, couldn't resist that. That's one of my favorite oh, things God, for Christmas. I love that one. This is, it's uh, uh, under Christmas. It's such a great season. Uh, Christmas is, of course, as you probably know, is a day set aside for commemorating uh, the eighth day when God made stuff. Mm. And uh, the stuff flows, you know, right. in, in honor. I'll go through that legend sometime again. I think we've done that before. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, it's, a, it's a heartwarming story in the, in the Garden of Eden <laughs> when God invented stuff. Yes. In order that stuff could get to you, God then invented Amazon and cable TV. Right, yep. Now, it. I don't know if God set the 1995 plus shipping and handling, which is, uh, goes along with <laughs> Per the item, yeah. The, uh, of course, this week, much of the news has centered upon the, uh, the passing of former President Bush. This is, this is kind of, of sick, but I, I want to mention this because I've never heard it before. I mean, it's much publicized the fact that his plane was shot down, this Grumman Avenger. Hmm which shouldn't have been out there in the first place. This is a big lumbering albatross of a bomber. Top speed of uh, 275 miles an hour. And uh, this whole flight pretty much was shot up by ground fire. Yeah. And this was an island called uh, Chikajima, which is a couple hundred miles south of Tokyo. In uh, September of 44, I believe yeah. I was reading. Yeah. But, and I didn't realize this, but that's the second time he ditched. Uh, he had done it once before. And I think not under combat circumstances, maybe a mechanical problem or something, he ditched him and picked up by a destroyer. But the fact that he was picked up, uh, they spotted him from the air, the, uh, the Navy airmen who were still, I guess, flights in the air. And the Japanese, after his plane had uh, uh, gone down in the water, had been shot, but uh, he tried to extend it. There were others in his flight on that bombing run who did not make it far enough out, and the Japanese had sent boats out to capture mm. the, any survivors. Now, in the Bush plane, he happened to go further uh, than any of the others. Now, the Grumman Avenger was sent originally for a crew of three, which was the pilot, there's a radio man, navigator, and a gunner. Uh, apparently, there were four in that flight because the story is that Bush survived. The other three did die uh, presumably from the anti-aircraft fire. But uh, I think you know the story. They've told it enough this week, how that they kept the Japanese boats away, some of the, the air yeah. cover, 
while the submarine got there and, and rescued him. But what happened to the other aircraft on that flight that were shot down? And there was a number of them. Now, the Japanese, in addition to death, the Japanese had captured at least seven mm-hmm. of the pilots or, or the crew. Now, here's where it gets really sick. And I saw this. There was an article I had ferreted up looking around uh, on the Internet from The Guardian, which is legitimate, respectable New Jersey, uh, I mean, uh, English, British publication. And uh, it came out in, 19, or, or in 2017, and they said that this had come out of uh, some documents that had just been released. So here's the story, true or not. But if so, George H.W. Bush is one of the luckiest people who ever lived. Because what happened to the others? They were tormented unmercifully by the Japanese, the seven who were captured. Then they were beheaded. And to make it worse, the commanding officer of the Japanese base at Chikajima had told the doctor to cut out their livers and like a roast out of their thighs. And the officers ate them. And so you, you talk about sick a bit of cannibalism tossed yeah. in. So the headline, I, I think one of the openings of this story was that uh, how close he came to getting to being eaten. Mm. Uh, and here, in addition to the rescue, and it just, you, you, you wonder <laughs> what sort of fate is, is, is writing the script for this stuff. Right. Because his career was incredible. You know how old he was then? Uh, probably about, what, 20? He was 20 years old. Mm. He was flying a bomber at age 19. Well, I read somewhere that didn't he lie about his age so he could enlist? I don't know. There was there was some stories about his son having uh, stretched the truth a bit about his military <laughs> service. <laughs> That's what got Dan Rather in trouble. Yeah, anyway, right. anyway I, I, uh, it, it's kind of a, a, a sick sort of a thing, but I, I yeah. couldn't resist mentioning it. So, oh, um, this is... Uh, uh, now I'm not going to do that right now. Okay. I, I was going to mention something about the uh, the Postal Service mm-hmm. on this day that we're recording. Uh, the day of National suspended. Day of Mourning, yes. So National Day of Mourning, but it's also a day that the uh, a day of woe for Americans because there won't be any stuff delivered. Oh, that's right. And uh, this is uh, this is a stuffocracy after all. Mm, so that's right. what's uh, What's happening in in New Jersey, Bob? You're here for the morning show. What are well, people- I I think we're we're starting to ramp up the uh, story about the the rape allegations against Governor Murphy's uh, campaign worker, the Kate Brennan thing. The 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 question is, did the governor know of this? What seems to be very credible, yeah, uh, accusation, and then hire this person anyway. Mm. So, uh, I guess, I guess he's learning. <laughs> The, uh, the the job earn earn while you learn. I'll tell you. I, I heard her testimony yesterday. She sounds very very credible. Very very convincing. Well, the uh, governor, I guess you know he's got to watch himself. So you whizzed on the electric fence, didn't you? That's that's our advice to him. You see, the this electric is, fence. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he's whizzed on the electric fence a couple <laughs> yeah, of times now. That's right. So he's, <laughs> yeah. he's going to get shocked one of these times. Yeah. Uh, so now, the, 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 I think when we mentioned this before, when this first came up, 
and I still wonder about this, coming out of this huge uh, <laughs> what mass spasm over the appointment of Judge Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court because of very nebulous accusations, which now we find out weren't true. And everybody seems to agree to that, even the people making the, the, uh, the claim at the time to try to stop him. But where are they now in this case? Because apparently the excuse they all gave was, oh, look at this terrible thing he did to women. Now, here's a case that, as you said, seems very credible. Of course, it's, it's not proven. And I, as I understand it, at one time when this first came up, this was uh, turned down or dismissed or you know, was it pushed under the, uh, you know, shoved under the, the, the street yeah. or whatever, yeah. So I don't know where this goes. I do not know. Uh, I don't know what else he's done. He's on a roll. <laughs> oh, the other thing. Yeah, the other thing, speaking of that, this uh, new order about how to deal with, I can't say illegal aliens anymore. We're not supposed to say that in New Jersey. Uh, but there is a bill in the legislature that would say that you can't say that. Mm. Uh, you have to say immigrant. That My favorite euphemism for illegal aliens was in california one time they had found a couple of people in the country illegally they had this huge marijuana grove going up in the mountains and they kept referring to them as misdirected foreign travelers (laughs) (laughs) they they were they were just foreign travelers who just happened to go to the wrong place (laughs) at the wrong time but this is uh new rules introduced Direct police officers not to inquire about a person's immigration status unless relevant to an investigation. Uh, The directive bars departments from assisting ICE, the Immigration Service, in civil immigration enforcement efforts and instructs county jails not to honor ICE detention requests. Here's the question that I have. Many of the law enforcement people were in the military at one time, and they took an oath (laughs) to defend the Constitution and said that, uh, I will obey the orders of the President of the United States and the orders of officers appointed over me, and it goes on, and obey regulation. Now, the Immigration Service is operating according to the law. Right Now, the progressives, the liberals do not like the law, and yet it is the law. Uh, and so I wonder, people who have taken that oath to uphold the Constitution and and uh, and, and and law, uh, how do they react to this by saying that you have to break the law by ignoring the mandates of a legal government agency? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, I suppose the out would be well. Yeah, that was only while I was in the service. I'm not bound to do it now. This is why the. Uh, the left wants so desperately to uh, prevent anybody whose political beliefs, I guess, is anywhere to the right of Che Guevara <laughs> from getting on the bench <laughs> yeah. uh, because they would like to see the Constitution changed. Now, you're not going to change it as long as you have judges as have been appointed, justices, uh, who have their whole bag is upholding, supporting the Constitution. You've got to get some on there who are very happy to change the Constitution. Right. So and then they can have their way with us, uh, as they pretty much have. Now, i tell you what, I've got a few other things coming up here. Uh, I Again, you know, it's a holiday season. <laughs> so everybody be happy. <laughs> Relax. Do it, laugh. Where I go, 
Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Hi, I'm Jim Gerhardt. Again, I'd like to tell you something about Robert Dukansky of Remax First Advantage. Now, Rob guarantees to sell your home at a price and a deadline that you agree to or he will buy it. And there's no risk to you because he'll let you out of that contract anytime. Now, just imagine this. The stress of going through a wedding, moving to a new house, having a whole change of life, still not being able to sell the house, then deal with two mortgages at the same time. That's what a lady named Marina of North Plainfield was going through. Just married, just moved. Her old house was on the market six months with another agent. No activity. So, what do you do? Well, you talk to Rob Dukansky. Rob sat down with Marina, came up with a marketing plan, matched the home with his database of buyers, and bam, over 100 showings. So call the official real estate agent of 101.5 and the only agent I would think of calling if I needed to sell my home, Rob Dukansky, 855-350-1015, 855-350-1015, or online at robsellsnj.com. Talk to Rob and start packing. Just another sort of an addendum here. I was going over the governor's uh, new edict uh, as regards people in the country illegally, mm-hmm. which now we have to call immigrants or other euphemistic terms because a bill in the legislature would prevent the term illegal aliens from being used. Right. Now, this is mean that you can't go in your closet and say it, mm-hmm. but uh, this would be from any kind of document uh, and sort of be discouraged from popular use. Now, Here's another part of it. Uh, they say that the uh, governor has said that uh, dangerous criminals will not be given sanctuary in New Jersey or treated hmm. differently. But we do have the case now of a man, I think his name was what uh, Louis Perez, a Mexican national in the country illegally, released by the Middlesex County Jail later was charged with killing three people in Arkansas. Mm. Now, this is part of the refusal to turn this person over for deportation or to the immigration people. Right. So in New Jersey, it's just, you know, have a have a good trip. Yeah. He ends up killing people. Now, in the light of the fact that dangerous criminals would not be included in this, uh, how can they say that? I mean, you kill three innocent people. Uh, some people, some of us would say that that person was dangerous. Yeah. But uh, apparently not in the world of progressivism and political correctness. I, you know, some, when I stop and think about it sometime, I, I have very little quarrel with many of the aims of the progressives, the political far left. My feeling is, though, that we are not capable of living that way. I think that was proven in Russia and some of the other communist countries. I mean, it's very nice to say, you know, everybody is completely equal, should uh, equal have the same thing, and they're like, but it always ends up back yeah. uh, instead of maybe huge amounts of money here for accomplishment yeah. by walking over people, you know, to, to, to try to outstrip everybody else for the available <laughs> source of the Earth's resources. Yeah. Uh, it would be privilege. I was once on a flight from uh, where were we coming from? Uh, Irkutsk in, uh, in Siberia to uh, Tashkent or Sochi. I guess it was in Sochi. Uh, down on the Black Sea where they had had the Winter Olympics that time. And on the plane, there were Russians going to Sochi, which was a, 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 a resort. Right. Now, these were all, these weren't just average people who had done something meritoriously or who could afford the flight. 
they were party people who had done something for the party. And so the reward, uh, there was privilege, even in a privilege-less society, and, and it's how it goes. Uh, I, I think we're not ready. I, I don't know when we get ready. I uh, saw an argument or a statement by a person who were talking about the current border problem is saying, isn't it time we got over our territoriality and stop trying to keep people out because they were different? Right. And he said that goes back to the old human, uh, what the uh, territoriality, mm-hmm. which is built into our genes, fear, aggression, territoriality. And he says, yeah, but this is true. And we do have that gene, that instinct in, is to try to uh, keep out any other. You know, it's always an us versus them thing, right. which would go back to the primitive times when you, for the safety and survival of your clan or your tribe, you had to be one up pretty much on the next one or they'd get you. So it's sort of built into us here, this distrust of anything foreign or alien. Uh, and he said that, that we should be able to get over that. Yeah, I agree, but we're not going to get over it. Uh, we, I, I, I made some notes uh about that, that the uh, you, you know how long people have been on the on the planet? What ten million years? I was, I was surprised. Well, not not that many because the planet hadn't been here before. Oh, it's billion. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I was thinking of billions. Uh, the Homo erectus, which is they think the first sort of a upright creature, one point eight to one point three million years okay. ago. Uh, Homo sapiens, of which we are 300,000 years. Uh, writing was 5,000 years ago. Hmm. And so that was uh, 5,000 years out of 300,000. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't been here. We ain't been doing this very long. No. But if they, the point is that the genes were developed, for everything totally for survival, and this developed over the course of these hundreds of thousands of years. And you don't just suddenly shuck it off. It would appear, yeah. anyway, from, from research that goes on. And so we still have this survival thing. And part of our survival is, is a will to power, as Nietzsche, the philosopher, put it, in which you figure that for the available resources or food— in, in going back, you had to be one up on the guy next to you. Mm-hmm. And if he got one up on you— you damn sight going to pull him back. <laughs> yeah. And I think we're still doing that kind of thing. And also protecting yourself and the clan from outside influence. And all this goes in there. So I, w- I would like to see this. I think everybody would like to see it. I mean, the, the open borders. And if you look at the Earth like you're sitting on Mars, you figure, well, this is ridiculous. Why, why this? Yeah. But I don't think we are have evolved far enough to really pull it off without getting into something that's probably worse. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, it, it's, 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 we are going through right now and you're privileged. We all are to be living in a time of great change. And I mean, really huge changes. Uh, not only is the power shifting now from what was Western or European to the rest of the world, what we used to call the third world now is coming into sway. And historically, this comes and goes, this sort of a thing. But in addition to that, uh, somebody once said that the hardest time, the most difficult time to live is a time when there were great changes going on. Mm -hmm. And I think we have all of this stuff going on now. We have future shock, 
which is the fact that things are happening so fast our brain cannot absorb them. Yeah. So it's a very confusing time. But also, here's one. Life is changing. Our lives are changing from being Earth-based civilization, uh, man on Earth, humanity, from being Earth-based, reality-based, to being techno- technology-based, technologically-based. Mm-hmm. And, and so you see this more and more all the time that it used to be people were tied to, to the earth uh, in all of their, their lives, their thinking, their livelihood, their survival. Now you get the influx of technology, which is doing that artificially, yes. <laughs> imposing that on us. Right. So these big shifts are going on all at once, and it's very, very difficult. So uh, sometimes you don't know whether to do. I forget, it was an old expression I heard in the Navy, something or go blind. I'm not sure exactly what, <laughs> what, what it was, but I think we're there now. You know, again, something, just getting off that. Um, just to show how upside down this culture is, this society is, this materialistic society is. Uh, and maybe you've thought about this before. I was watching a football game the other day. And I looked up the average quarterback in the National Football League. I mean, this is, this is the ones who have ever reputation have been playing. They're making averaging about $20 million a year. Right. Does that, that sound right to that's, you? That's about right. And some are making more than that. Now, that means, based on 16 games a year, they're making a uh, $1,200,000 a game. Mm. So when you see uh, them go out, and play, make a bad play a bad game. He's still getting a million two hundred thousand dollars for for, for well, that. The short the shelf life of these players are getting shorter and shorter. I well, mean, they, all, all you have they, to look, look. I would be happy to play one game, <laughs> and take the money and yeah, run. Right. But now here is my point. Now I don't know. Uh, I was looking up how much uh, EMT emergency responders First get. First responders. Yeah. This is appalling, and I'm not. I. I Sometimes I think this can't be correct, but this is the best I can figure out from a year ago. Newark, uh, EMT, start $34,381 a year. God, that, that can't be much above the poverty line. No, paramedics, 44344 Oof. Flight medics, 47447 which, which is the top. And these people are on the front lines. The front they lines. They've saved people. They've yeah. saved lives. Now, at that rate, it would take them <laughs> 40 years— of saving lives, doing useful, productive, important, urgent work to make as much money as some guy who probably, uh, well, uh, he went to college, but I'm sure he didn't didn't pick up a whole lot. He didn't get any ivy growing on him on the way through there. So uh, now you take the year's salary, the $20 million, this guy would have to work 400 years to make what... In one one game, isn't that something? Yeah, I'll I'll extend that because I also thought, well, what about teachers? Now, teachers are a little better paid, of course, at some point maybe, but the starting pay probably uh, and the lower levels probably in that same bag. But a teacher, let's say that we get a teacher now in a district, he's getting say he's getting a hundred thousand a year. There are teachers, a few scattered, but let, let's let's go to the maximum, and. Uh, if he's making a hundred thousand a year, it'll take twelve years of teaching, <laughs> to, molding to, people, to, preparing people to, to equate one football to, game to one got, got. football game. And some of these, I say quarterbacks, but some of the other players are making more than they, that. They're doing all right. Uh, Odell and Beckham, so, yeah. 
to get what the quarterback does or the player does in two hours. Now, to earn what he gets in a year, the teacher would have to work 192 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, it's, uh, I don't know. What is wrong Something with is this upside society? Down. What is wrong? It really is. And it's, it's the whole culture has gone in that direction. We've lamented many times how medicine, our healthcare has been corporatized. It's all profit now. I think uh, Senator Lesniak, in one of his uh, postings, which he has, former Senator Lesniak, and uh, it goes out on an email list that I'm on. I enjoy many of the things that he, he writes, although politically probably we would have a little difference of opinion occasionally. Mm-hmm. But he, he had a headline one time of his piece, and it said, uh, healthcare, people are profit or profit. Yeah. So it's profit. I mean, you know, how can you? How, why do you bother asking the question right. anymore? Mm-hmm. And this is what it gets down to. And and the sad thing about that is that that was one of the areas of trust. I think yeah. we used to have. You don't anymore, and, and it is very hard not to be very cynical, and, and, and about the why. Why is he prescribing this? Yeah. Yeah. Why, why, why do I need that? Why do I have to get this test? Whose hand is uh, uh, in his pocket? I just saw this very willowy, lovely young woman in the black suit, you know, with the right. attache case, go back in the doctor's office. Well, this is the, the uh, pharmaceutical company's representatives. They right. all seem to look yeah. alike. Oh, they're, yeah. they're very statuesque mm-hmm. and, and wear black. And uh, the... <laughs> the uh, some of the stories about, I think there was one that you may have seen. I, th- I think, did 60 Minutes do this? Uh, I think they might have about a doctor who had pretty much wrecked a woman's life by a certain product. I think it was an implant of some kind or other. And it turned out that he owned stock in the company, and she, didn't, she hadn't really needed it. But he owned stock. He made over $600,000 that year, got from the company who manufactured the product. Right. And so all of this stuff going on, uh, and even a doctor that you might have had for years and had trust in, you begin to wonder, yeah. uh, what's happening here? The, the one area that, that was always considered one of, of uh, what unquestionable compassion was the relationship between a doctor and the patient. Now, as an example, this was the president or CEO, whatever they want to call himself, of a pharmaceutical company who had raised the price unmercifully this is not the epipen yeah. uh, guy that was another but this is more recent than that his company manufactured a drug that was essential for the survival of a lot of people he raised the price to an astronomical thing mm. like like thousand dollars a month or something Who, who's got that yeah. or if not the insurance company pays it and we pay you know that but when he was called out on it he said well and they said well don't you realize people can die uh and he said, well, people's health is not my, my job. My job is to make money. <laughs> he never connected the two things. So anyway, that, that's a little bit aside. But I think uh, if there uh, is a Guinness Book category of how far a civilization can get its head up its own backside, we're in the running. Yeah. We, we, we would be in the running there. Um, what else is going? On? Oh, oh! I did want to mention this. Uh, we've talked. We've been doing this about a year, and we talked many times. Bob, you've given out the email address for people who'd like to suggest things or hear things or comment. Uh, 
in the very beginning, it turned out I wasn't getting anything. Stuff was out there, but it could not. We could not download right. it. Don't know why. The computer people, they never knew it. And, and of course, they eventually forgot it and got off to other things. So I, we gave up, you know, stopped doing that. Uh, then I find out later that what the response nowadays is social media. For some reason or other, people will respond to the station. Facebook yeah. and things like and, that. And uh, unfortunately for that, I avoid Facebook. Everybody has to have one principle in their life, and I decided that's mine. Hey, n- nothing <laughs> no wrong with that, No social media. Jim. I'll tell you something. You're, you're saving yourself a lot of time. Yeah. People just waste their time on, on some of these things yeah. unnecessarily. I mean, yeah, it, it's functional, and it certainly is a well, good communication it could tool. Be, but look how it's but, used. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, a lot of people just abuse it and just— uh, Well, it's like, you know, in a sense— Giving the public this technology is like putting a Stradivarius in the hands of a baboon mm, and then right. getting mad when it doesn't How play many the notes? Kreutzer Sonata. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, so, but, the, uh, but we are getting some response on this. Yeah, right? but it's, it's coming that way, and right. I didn't know that. Mm. So for people who have responded, I'm going to try to go through this. I know there's a few things that, that slipped through. And we had some uh, long response. I wanted to get to read in detail, but I just got this. Uh, about we we're talking about the uh, the synagogue shooting in in Pittsburgh, right? Uh, Steve Corellis, the National Motorist Association, is talking. We were giving information about the plans to increase the speed limits in New Jersey. A lot of things like that that we'll get to. So I appreciate everybody who's tried. Getting back to that, I saw a piece. You ever hear of sleep texting? No. This is getting to be big. They found out that kids, and maybe more than kids, find out that they have texted. In, a, in their sleep, <laughs> and they can't stop. Uh, it, it's it's I, understandable. I, I mean, people just go to sleep with their phones and yeah, their right. devices next to them, and yeah. it's and, uh, and then they get a the response on. to just gibberish that they texted or right. something ridiculous. Don't realize they're and doing they don't it. realize that they did it. Hmm. Like this, it's like sleepwalking and sleep texting. Gosh. So uh, I, 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 you got you got you got to follow the the you know the suggestions of of the professionals. You got to de you got to de uh, decompress before you go to sleep. You you got to turn all the lights off. You can't have any any but, devices or any TV on you, to to get a good night's sleep. This this is sense, but people do not respond to that. People say, "Well, that's what I want. Just do it." You know the Nike thing. And I have a right. Mm. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Why do people eat clearly lethal diets, mm. <laughs> ultimately? Yeah. Good Don't point. know. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows certain things. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm interested in nutrition. And uh, sometimes I'll go on YouTube and these. This is like the old-fashioned legendary uh, – stereotypical medieval Persian bazaar <laughs> where there's row after row of booths where people, everybody's grabbing at you and pulling at you. And there's some the, the biggest nonsense, but the huge industry, yeah. the, uh, that, what am I getting back to the texting? One of my Christmas memories is going out a couple of years ago. My son Christian was in and, and uh, his uh, lady friend at the time. And we went out for dinner just before, I think it was Christmas Eve at a very nice, you know, Italian restaurant it was, but it's a large restaurant in, uh, in Cherry Hill. And uh, we were sitting in a booth. Now, on the main floor there, they had tables, and then the booths were around the, the, circum- the periphery of, of the room. We were in a booth. 
Next to us, they'd put three tables together. So here, obviously, is a family. And they come in. And from appearances, you would say three generations here. It looked like maybe uh, the grandparents, parents, and children. Mm -hmm. And there were maybe a dozen of them. And it was mixed, two grandparents, two parents, and the rest, you know, kids of different ages. They came in and they sat down and immediately took out the devices, every single one. And we were watching this kind of not believing and they had a hell of a time, the waitress, uh, getting them to put them down long enough to order. And some of kids were playing games while they ordered. They were playing. Uh, but yeah. th- this is what they did the whole time. So this was a family Christmas get-together. Right. <laughs> it ain't like they did in the Courier and Ives Day yeah. over the river and through the woods. And, uh, and what are people going to get each other for Christmas? More devices. More devices. More devices. <laughs> yeah. So... There we are. So uh, leave you with this happy, happy message for the holiday season. <laughs> Nine o'clock, that's a stupid laugh. <laughs> Where it goes, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's stupid. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh that's really stupid. People don't go, ho, ho, ho. They go, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Have yourself a great week. Yeah, we'll try again next week to see can we get this big thing off the ground. Thanks for listening to the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast. Still cooking, and it's bigger than ever. From NJ1015.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.